and welcome to the very first episode of Tridents and Tracers, yet another spin-off of Jedi Dropouts. I'm your host, Ryan Taylor, and before I get started, I should probably explain this show a little bit. Uh, Tridents and Tracers is a weekly podcast I'll be doing. Uh, originally, it was going to be every Wednesday. It's now every Thursday, and I'm going to be reviewing a handful of brand new comics. Uh, one day after they're released. Now, I was originally going to do this on Wednesdays because anyone who reads comics knows Wednesday is uh, new comic day. But uh, living in a town with no comic shop, trying to get my hands on the new comics, read them, review them, record the review, and release it all in the one day, it's a little difficult. So I moved it to Thursdays, one day after. Um, now the title of the podcast, Tridents and Tracers, I feel like I need to explain because it's, it's a little weird, but, um, uh, it basically, it represents two aspects of comics that I love. The first, Tridents, uh, is a reference to Aquaman, of course, but that represents my love of a good underdog. I love a good underdog story, a, uh... An underdog, as in a an independent uh, comic pub- publisher, or even just someone smaller like Image or uh, um, Icon, you know, IDW, someone who's not Marvel, DC, uh, or even a, a brand new comic series or a, a new writer. I love an underdog story, and Aquaman is definitely one of those, as he's been mocked in the comic world for years. Uh, the second part of the title, Tracers, is a reference to a line in a Kevin Smith film, uh, Chasing Amy, where someone refers to the art of inking a comic book as just tracing. Now, mostly I just, I think it's a, it's a great movie. I love Kevin Smith, and, uh, I think it's a, it's a funny line, but also, uh, it, it represents my appreciation of the people behind the comics, the artists and writers who make these characters and stories that we love. Now, with that all uh, behind us, let's get into the very first episode. Uh, on today's episode, I will be reviewing Batman issue 31, Angelic issue number one, and Shirtless Bear Fighter issue four. Let's start off with Batman because that's someone we all know and love. Now Batman 31 uh, written by Tom King and uh, art is by Mikkel Janin. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Now Tom King, uh, let me just get this out of the way first, is someone who I didn't really know about but apparently has been taking Marvel and DC Comics by storm. Um, he has a series, uh, a Vision standalone series from Marvel that has unbelievable reviews. I have not read it yet. And he got, uh, I guess, uh, stolen away by DC and he's been writing Batman comics and uh, he has a new series, Mr. Miracle. But this Batman series he's doing for DC right now is one of the best Batman comics I have read in a long fucking time. This guy can fucking write a Batman comic. Now, uh, the current arc 
I'm loving is called the War of Jokes and Riddles, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It is a war over Gotham between Joker and the Riddler, with basically every other DC villain kind of taking sides. And honestly, the the point of the fight is that they're they're fighting for who gets to kill the Batman, which is pretty bold, you know. Um, now the whole story is being told as a flashback. Bruce Wayne is telling the story to Selina Kyle because uh, the issue previous to this arc he proposed to her, and uh, which is interesting. Um, I won't even I won't even get into that. I'm just going to touch on on currently what they're doing here. Now, this issue is the second last in the current arc, the second last issue of the War of Jokes and Riddles. Uh, previous to this, Batman had to choose a side to try and put an end to all the, the death and destruction that's being done in Gotham. And he sides with the Riddler. Um, and at first, I wasn't sure why, but by the end of the issue, it seems like it was all just a matter of uh, Batman playing the long con. Uh, now, one thing I love about the because he he does uh, he fucks with them and gets exactly what he wants. Uh, at the beginning of the issue, he uh, he wants to try and get in a room alone with the Riddler and the Joker, but even the Riddler says no, no, no. That's that's not gonna happen. I know better than that. Um, but the way they they the way he does this is fantastic because through not just this arc but through the entire thirty one issues so far, uh, Kite Man has shown up on and off as sort of a uh, a joke like a, a comic relief where he comes in for a half a second gets his ass kicked and says Kite Man hell yeah and uh, I mean. They've done a couple of issues that show his backstory and how he's this tragic, uh, <laughs> just unfortunate character with a terrible past. But uh, this issue pays off because Kite Man fucks over the Riddler by helping Batman. And uh, at first he gets his time to shine because they need a way into uh, the skyscraper that the Joker is near the top of. Um, and can't come through the top because it's traps, can't come through the bottom, it's traps, they had to come in through a window, and how are they going to do that? Kites, of course. So, I mean, you've even got uh, Killer Croc on a, on a one of these, basically like a an oversized kite. Um, but, yeah, he he, uh, he traps, he, he uh, rigs the kites to propel everyone but but himself, Batman, and Riddler back out of the building, leaving just Kite Man, Riddler, Batman, and Joker in a standoff. And, I mean, Kite Man gets knocked out by Riddler within seconds, but, you know, he had his moment. He had his time to shine. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see where they clue this up. Uh, but one thing I have to say, the very opening of the comic uh, is the Joker... I guess interrogating um, one of his henchmen and it is fucking amazing it's one of the coolest openings to a comic I've ever seen it's the Joker um, 
telling this guy a joke, I guess. He he um, he has this guy tied up and he is threatening him. The guy is sweating bullets and in tears and he keeps saying things like, will you remember my name a year from now? Will you remember my name a month from now, a week from now? You know, he says that over and over. And the guy says, yes, yes, of course, yes, of course. And then he says, knock, knock. And the guy says, who's there? And the Joker loses his shit and said, I thought you said you'd, uh, you'd remember my name. And then uh, takes out a knife and, you know, cuts the knife. But it's a very fucking intense opening. Holy shit. Um, it's a great Batman comic. Uh, you, Anyone who's into Batman, which is pretty much most people, uh, fucking read this book. Not just this issue, but, re- like, start from the beginning with Tom King's Batman. I really fucking recommend this shit. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next comic. And this one is something I've been waiting for for a couple months now. Uh, I saw an ad for this, um, Angelic number one. Uh, I saw an ad for this when they first announced it from Image Comics a while back. I'm not sure exactly. It could have been a month, could have been two, I don't know. But the, um... Just the artwork alone in the announcement with, like, robot dolphins and fucking flying monkeys and these bright poppy colors, uh, it just looked so intriguing, and I'm trying to remember now, let me see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this up real real quick, the, um, okay, this is, this is what, when they announced it, this is what they, they said, uh, New ongoing series premiere, Winged Monkeys, Techno Dolphins, Quantum Alley Cats. Humanity's long gone, its memory lingers only as misunderstood rituals among mankind's leftovers, the genetically modified animals they used and abused for eons. But for one young flying monkey, Cora, the routines are unbearable. All she wants is to explore. Instead, she's expected to settle down, to become a mother, to lose her wings. I'm not sure if that was all in the announcement, but, uh, fuck, it's, it's such a cool book. I'm very intrigued by the whole thing, and, uh, I just want to see where it's going to go, you know? And, uh, so yeah, you, you, you're introduced to Korra, and, uh, she's a flying monkey, of course. Uh, she lives among a group of other flying monkeys. For some reason, some of them uh, don't know how to talk, don't have wings. Uh, It's it's a post-apocalyptic world. It's really hard to explain, but you have flying robot dolphins, um, winged monkeys, and they live in, uh, the, the monkeys live in this sort of heavily religious society uh, based around a patriarchy and they have all these rituals and deities that they pray to uh, and she wants out the main character Korra uh, it's it's funny it's interesting it's <laughs> beautifully drawn the art is unreal and uh, there's a lot of little things they do in this that I, that I enjoy, like the language that they use. The, the monkeys use sort of an English, like the words are recognizable, but it's not really. 
like uh, they don't pray to the Lord, they, pl- they pray to the Lord, L-O-R-E, and uh, just little things like that, like they, they, it's like the remnants of what once was English, you know what I mean? Um, and the dolphins, the dolphins are robots, but they speak in this sort of poetic robot thing, like um, at one point one says, speak truly my fine fellows, are you not perky, do you not tremble for the chase? Because they, they hunt these monkeys, and I don't know if they're being controlled by an outside source or if that's just how they were programmed. A very interesting comic, uh, beautiful comic, and again, one issue in. It's hard to see where it's going, but I can't wait to read more. I had my I had high expectations, and I did not disappoint. Uh, now I forgot to mention this was written by Simon Spurrier, with art by Casper Wingard, and they did a fantastic job. Now, the last comic of today, Shirtless Bear Fighter number four. This is one of my favorite ongoing series. Uh, it's written by Jody Lehup. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right at all. And Sebastian Gerner, art by Neil Vendrell. And it is just a fucking blast to read. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> it's literally what it, what it says. You, you've got a shirtless guy living in the woods, big fucking beard. He fights bears. That's the premise. Uh, now, of course, there's more to it. With the it plays it more like a uh, big budget Hollywood blockbuster. Um, you've got bears attacking the cities. They need, they need to. The, the cops can't handle it themselves. They the government can't take care of it. They have to call in the shirtless bear fighter who goes by shirtless. That's what they call him as like a first name, which is hilarious. Now, this issue kicks off with uh, Shirtless meeting his papa bear he hasn't seen in a long time. You've got uh, Agent Silva is in prison, and uh, uh, Jackson Lager is uh, the villain, of course. He is uh, continuing his attempted destruction of the forest. Of half the comic is sort of those storylines playing out, and then it fucking explodes. Uh, Jackson's army of loggers descends on the forest, and there's a shirtless bear fighter, pop bear team up fight against them. Uh, Silva breaks herself and all the bears out of prison. <laughs> And then they head to the forest, and it just is an all-out war. It's very self-aware, uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, the whole thing is just like it's so fantastically written. Uh, I I can't recommend it enough. It is one of the most fun comics I've read in a very long time. Uh, now this issue ends with the tragic death of Papa Bear, who again was introduced in this issue. So. Uh, he wasn't around for very long, but it, it uh, it's a pretty touching death, I gotta say. Now, uh, overall, I do recommend them all. I, I, I think Batman 31 is probably what I would recommend the most, because Batman is uh, a little more accessible in terms of... Uh, you know, in, in terms of... Uh, everyone knows Batman, and... Uh, you have to be in, into some weirder shit to be reading Angelic or Shirtless Bear Fighter. But uh, I do recommend them all. Um, if comics are your thing, then 
you'd be more likely to read those other ones. If not, that's you know, why you why are you uh, <laughs> why are you listening to a podcast about comic reviews if that's the case. Anyway, this has been the first issue of Tridents and Tracers. Uh, I'm looking to be doing this every Thursday, reviewing maybe more than this, at least three issues a week. Maybe I'll go to four or five, depending on what's being released that week. A lot of uh, great-looking upcoming comics coming here, and uh, I can't wait to do this again. Uh, Thanks for listening. If you want to check out uh, this or other issues of our main podcast, Jedi Dropouts, or the other spinoff, New Reviews, you can find that at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com, on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, or on Google Play. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Until next time, I don't have a fucking sign-off yet. Later.